0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 102 of the Caesars Show. It's your boy, of course, the one and only Sir Caesars. I'm happy to deliver a fun-filled episode to you guys. And before we get into anything, two things I always have to do. One, show some love, show some support. I'm talking about YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeart, Every form of platform you can think of for podcasts. Go ahead, do yourself a favor, go subscribe to The Caesar Show. Subscribe to me, follow me, at Sir Caesar's, and my co-host, Trader Xxiv as well, too. But before we get into today's hottest topics, I want to rehash, revamp, whatever you want to call it with you guys on episode 101. So in episode 101 of The Caesar Show, it was me and Trader Xxiv, my co-host, and we discussed, we discussed a couple things, you know, one of them being the beef between Shaq and Diamond Mitchell, the the Jazz going on a hot streak and you know being the number one team in the entire NBA. Who's gonna be MVP? Is Bradley Beal gonna get traded? Is Russell Westbrook passes prime? We talked about so many different things. And what I love about the NBA is because there's always something new that comes up as well. So obviously the narrative is constantly changing, being revamped and whatnot as well too. So I'm excited to get into today's hottest topic. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, make some boy. For my boy, my co-host, Trey Day, XXIV, what it do, baby, let's get it.
1: What's up, y'all? You already know what it is. This your boy, Trey Day, all oh. day day baby and it's episode 102 of the caesar show man You already know we virtual virtual love virtual energy right after valentine's day a whole lot of love going on here already know not enough love to go around so so i am cool i'm chilling man uh sir caesar's how are you um how was your love day did you just you know i i think you like just kick back and relaxed i'm assuming huh
0: um my love day to keep it you know short and simple um yeah, yeah. I private was, I, w- I was just cooling bro uh yeah I feel you, know, you. I feel you didn't get too high didn't get too low and you know uh-huh, I, was, uh-huh. I was just out there you know what i'm saying got some <laughs> updated headshots you know got some got some food okay um, and i watched some watch some you know movies and and, and, and tv shows so <laughs> that's about it's it weird. man what, what about you man i just you know what i'm saying you know what i do kind of kind
1: of am i batman or am i bruce wayne so just you know what i'm saying i can save the day and you know at the same time i can run my business that's all that's all
0: (laughs) i feel that i feel that i feel that for sure man so um yeah let's let's get straight to these topics it's been been a couple weeks since we recorded the last episode i was Uh, going i was just telling everybody that uh you know, last episode we we're talking about like our mvp picks um trade destinations for bradley bill which is looking yeah. like he's staying now it's westbrook past his prime um utah staying red hot which they still are red hot still yeah. so happy you know my clip is how to spank them yesterday um, <laughs> and obviously shaq discussing um you know or not discussing this and spider mitchell a little bit as well too so Thanks. without further ado let's get into today's hottest topics yeah. so Obviously, last time we talked about you know who we think should be the all star starters, and for the most part, we were on point. So, what we both were correct with was the east front court and Katie, Giannis, and Embiid, which was dope. Now, the back court, we were 50 percent. Well, I was 100 right, you were 50 right. <laughs> I had Bill and Kyrie, you had Harden and Bill, and oh, what what your justification was was more than valid Um, with the backcourt we both had curry and i had mitchell based off of the success of what utah has been going through as well to being the number one team overall in the west and in in general and obviously you had dame Dallas as well too so everything was correct the only thing that was off was that it was Luca um that was being replaced so Mm-hmm. To read to you guys again, Eastern front court was KD, Giannis, Joel Embiid. KD obviously had the top boats. In the back court, we had Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irvin. And then in the west, for the front court, we had Kawhi, LeBron, and the Joker. Obviously, LeBron leads the way or is leading the way or has led the way for the past three, four years, whenever they started doing this. And in the front court, um, you know we have backcourt i'm sorry we have babyface assassin light Skin boy Steph curry and then we also have the international sensation luca the don so uh what were your thoughts on the starters from both sides um i think i think uh, you know obviously it's it's a fan type of situation so i think they take into consideration the players votes the media's votes and the fan votes obviously now i kind of forgot about the percentages of everything as well too but i think uh you know, for what is worth, taking in consideration, this is a fan based, um, you know, setting. These are for the fans. I, I, yeah. I, I think I'm pretty satisfied with it. Um, are you satisfied with it? Yeah, I don't, I don't.
1: I'm not mad at it. I mean, they gave us what we wanted last year, and he's backed it up with Beal on um, being put in because you know he got snubbed last year. But um, I think this is fairly accurate for an All Star game that may or may not kind of happen in some weird kind of covid sanction way because also our weekends a party it's a glorified party you know what i'm saying we'll get to that when we get to that but i think it looks good for the picks
0: yeah i think it looks good for the picks as well too now someone who's been in the media uh for the past couple days since the the starters list came out was no other than dame mother Dolla, um, <laughs> who has been having a sensational season yet again. I always kind of feels always. like he kind of goes under the radar and and he doesn't get the respect that's that's deserved. But you know, looking at it, player votes. You know, I tallied everything up. So out of the two hundred plus players that voted, one hundred thirty one players voted for him over Luca. Media votes: sixty four media members voted for him, and then thirty only voted for Luca. And this is where the obviously the the, the bread and butter comes. Three point three million people voted for Luca. Two point eight million people voted for no other than Damian Lillard. Now, obviously, that is skewed. Well, not skewed. That is just because Luca has the international and well, So a lot of people saying, "Yo, does he deserve it? Does he deserve it? I think he did. Um, because I didn't even vote for Luca for one for the for the backcourt, anyways. I yeah. think when I was continuously voting. I had Steph in there once, I had Donovan Mitchell in there once. I had uh Damian Lillard in there once. And that may honestly be it. For real, for real. So um you think he got slighted or you know, it, it's it's all good?
1: Um I think I think it's it's all good. Uh and and you asked me, do I think Dame got slighted, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Luca got the love, international love. And do I think Dame could outplay Luca? nine times out of ten and looking at the two records or or he, the trailblazers in the fourth the mavericks are who the hell knows
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly who the yeah, hell knows who
1: place. The, they, they went outside they'll be back later hopefully no they're not coming back um it's, it's, it's sort of a slight but do i think this year is the year to be arguing about slights and stuff or if maybe if dame even cares about how this voted i don't think he cares i think he wants to get his team in a position um to make the playoffs and compete in the playoffs um i doubt he cares is it a slight a little bit but for the most part he'll take the playoffs and competing for competing for a championship
0: rather than being god knows where with the mavericks right now yeah and what we know too is if the all-star game is still a thing which it sounds like it will be when it's let's say because i think they're still doing the kobe uh and gianna game format so in crunch time i don't think looking gonna be in the court because he won the court last year it was chris paul yeah so it was the dogs it's gonna be dame definitely finishing that game as well too so (laughs) i would feel some type of way as well given everything i've done you know because are we just talking about individual success? Are we taking into consideration team success? Are we combining both of them as well, too? Obviously, the fans have a huge saying as well, but it's kind of crazy how he won 2 thirds of the vote. Um, but at the end of the day, it is about what the fans want. Um, I'm sure he's going to be a reserve as well, too, which we'll get into. But he's been having a sensational year, man. He's played 27 out of 28 games. Um, averaging 30 points, eight assists, four rebounds, shooting 93% from the free throw line um, and 38% from from the three. And then his team has been on a winning streak, man. I think it's been, what, one, two, three, four, five, 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 six game winning streak. And during that tear, 33 points, nine assists, four rebounds. And he's just been going berserk as well, too. So the real one's no dame you know, don't, road, don't no. really yeah the real no so don't don't take no offense to this or whatnot i mean you know it is what it is like 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 Trey said you know we're just focused on can i stay healthy can i keep my team yeah. afloat while i'm waiting on nurk to come back while i'm waiting on cj to come back and we can you know turn this thing around as well too so for what he's been doing with those two starters out of lineup um ultimate respect to him as well now you got you know you voted for you know James Harden, he ain't starting. I know he feels some type of way, but at the end of the day, he's like, I'm still going to be in the game. I'm still going to yeah. get the same check. Um, yeah. It is what it is. So uh, yeah. he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But uh, we definitely always got to pay some respect to Dame Lillard. And I feel like a lot of people kind of slight him as well, too. They think that bubble thing is a joke when it ain't. Hey, he's the most clutch guy in the league, man. But Sorry. that's enough. That's enough of me talking uh, <laughs> right now, too. So my next topic for you is we already have the all star starters announced. Let's okay. let's play a little what if game right? We we okay. know it. So I'm going to be the top vote getter and you're going to be the top vote getter. So I'm gonna be KD and you're going to be LeBron James and I will give you the number one pick. So Jeez. we're going to go back and forth. So you're on the clock right now we're gonna we're going go back and forth who you got
1: right now for your first pick Trey is on the clock With all stars, you can pick from
0: each any conference. Obviously, we already know this. How are you gonna build your team?
1: And and so, so with the list that we just talked about, I can pull from them. I can I can draft the starters. Yeah, the
0: starters. So that's who they draft. Okay, the starters
1: and the reserves. Okay, so we're drafting starters right now.
0: Yeah. What you got? Um, First pick. Who am I? You're LeBron.
1: Okay, so I'm LeBron. And, and I'm already all right. So I'm LeBron. I'm already on my team.
0: Top vote getter. Um, you got, yeah, you, you choose your first uh first player. I'll choose my first, second, second, back and forth.
1: If I'm LeBron, <laughs> I'm going I'm to get too.
0: I'm going to get Joel. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to mark that off real quick right here. If I'm KD. You Know what? <laughs> let me rock with uh, let me rock with my boy Kyrie. You know, what I'm saying we're already together, so you might okay. as well. So, okay. yeah, yeah, let me rock. With Kyrie. Actually, no, no, I take that back. Let me have a reunion with Steph Curry. It's been a while, you know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. We won All championships right. together, you know what I'm saying? So, let me let me get okay. Steph Curry for my first pick. Who you got next, Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you want the Kyrie. Yeah, bro. That's, cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's okay. cool. Kyrie's
1: gonna cook stuff. He's not gonna be at the game at the end of the game.
0: Come All on. Right. Well, give me Kawhi Leonard. We good.
1: hmm Give me Kawhi.
0: Give, give me. Um uh, I got boom, boom,
1: boom. Give me Brad
0: Beal. Ooh. Okay. First time starter. I like that. I like that as well, too. Yeah. Um, give me honest. I mean, you are here. <laughs> so I okay. got to honest right now.
1: Give me <sighs> Hmm, Man, my man's got spited. It hurts. I just got Bill. I got Kyrie. I'm LeBron James. So <laughs> please give me Dang, that's a tough one. I guess I gotta go. You know, you said you already got stuff. Uh, that's a reunion. Mm-hmm.
0: So basically, you have. Do you have Jokic to have two centers, or are you gonna go with Luca to Don? Come,
1: come, give me, give me, give me, me Luca. I already got uh, Embiid. Okay, all right, and I'm gonna go I'll, with
0: Jokic as well. Okay, which only
1: hurts me because you know Luca's hit, hit shots. I'll, I'll be all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all start game. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I, I love it. Um, really? I'm confident, you know what I'm saying? I got I got Steph Curry, the greatest back, the greatest shooter of all time. Kawhi, best two-way player. I got Jokic who can who basically does what a beat does, but is a slightly worse defender. But Jokic can play point if he wants, honestly. Um, and then and then I got my my guy Giannis who's gonna wreak havoc. So I, I like my odds, How how you feel about yours?
1: Um, it hurts a little bit but i'm definitely going to get james Harden right after <laughs> like, like literally right after right after your last pick i'm going to get james Harden as, as a reserve solely because i have luca and he might not finish the game out with everything that's going on um that that Nikola pick i just didn't want him and Joel beat on the same joint but he could play the three or four low-key um but i mean i got i got brad bill who's gonna get it done on the outside i got kyrie who it's going to cook it up. I mean, your length is going to hurt Uh, hit, hurt us a little bit, but mm-hmm. with our reserves and the way we shoot and the way we kind of get up and down the floor, I'm not really too worried about that. So y'all are going to have to match our speed with whatever the heck y'all are doing. I mean, the, the <laughs> secret weapon that you guys have is your team captain, KD. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, but let, let, let the, the rubber hit the road. We'll definitely get down there and um go hard and who? Didn't Joel Embiid like get fouled or something like that, like coming down the stretch in last year's All Star game? Because he like it was LeBron guarding him or something like that. it was something like that, or or yeah. he scored yeah, he got yeah. a bucket I on LeBron. Like a,
0: yeah, I think he got a bucket on LeBron and had like an n one or something like yeah. that. It won't happen again. He's on my team. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. You know um, so since you since you since we if we had a six man, I guess yours is him. I would go Spider. You know yeah yeah. So cooking, I, I like, cooking, like right there, cooking cooking you cooking you with i'm cooking
1: you You think you take spider <laughs> i wish you would <laughs> winning that game by landslide
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh so we're on we're on to the reserves you know uh segment right now um you know any players that you think you know deserve to be there right now that you know may me not have been getting talked about um obviously you know i think it's a consensus that Damian is gonna be reserved. I think it's a consensus that Donovan is gonna be reserved. Any any other picks you got right now that that from the East or from the West that are kind of, you know, you thinking
1: on sleeping on? Shit, tomorrow? Zach Levine's doing numbers. Mm. He's doing crazy numbers. And and Julius Randle. Two teams in the East that, you know, are not. I don't know how much playtime the Knicks get the Knicks get because they are a big market team, but they we pushed them away a while ago. They're the bad the stepchild right now. But um or the child that you had first and you gave everything to and they disappointed you. So you just said they you disowned them pretty much. I think that's <laughs> what makes <mix> are. Um <laughs> but now they're like turning the life around. And then you got the Bulls who um, you know, last time we saw a great Bulls team, uh it was probably the years when Derrick Rose was thriving. Um, but Zach Levine is doing crazy numbers. He's flashy. He does. He gets it done. Um, you know, we argue is he gonna be able to do that um, for a team that can compete? You know, we have yet to see. He's young, and hopefully, we'll be able to do this for years and years to come. And he's not just dunking. He's king. He worked the outside game. He hits threes. He's the hybrid style of basketball that we think uh, that we think we're moving towards. Um, and, and just as well as Julius Randle you know, put the Knicks and hopefully playoff contention to stay because that would be very fun but he's a freaking bulldozer man like it's, he's putting up double double numbers and, and averaging like 25 points i think he's averaging more points than some of the all-stars we have up here right now and mm-hmm. you know we haven't seen the consistently from him which is my, what might have been why he got slighted you know for some of these picks and he's not as popular as some of these brand flashy names this is his first prominence he's just a, a player on the team that's coming up that's playing well so but but i think you know you could talk about it well now what i want to see him coming down the stretch against these guys i'm not sure i want to see that but let's reward their hard work you know give them a nod anyway
0: oh i like those picks um so some that stand out to me um and obviously they're in smaller markets so we don't really get to talk about them as well two three actually um so one is Nikola vucevic he's been pretty damn consistent basically his whole career (laughs) this year is going on the radar 24, um, 12 and four shooting 48% from the field, 40% from three over 80% from the free throw line. Obviously, you know, the magic had lost some key pieces. So um, they're still working with what they have. But like I said, if you're going to put Beal or if you're going to have Levine in consideration and their team is not having the best success as a group, as a unit, Uh then you have to not look past Nikola Vucevic as well. Another person as well too, um, who I've become more and more of a fan of uh is probably De'Aaron Fox as well. Had okay. a great season as well, too. 23 Um, and and he's and he's getting the job done. You know what I'm saying? They're looking great. And another person that Chuck threw out there, um Jordan Clarkson, you know what I'm saying? I don't think we've he's had going crazy. Six men that's been in the all-star game. I think the last one was probably what Manu Ginobili? Maybe. yeah. If it it was the last six men that's won that, so that would be dope if we can do that as well too. Um, So if if we had to choose one, I'll definitely uh, rock with those three picks. And obviously we have the consistent ones. It's going to just be tough because I don't know, I don't necessarily know how many, how the reserves go in the sense of how many guards are you picking or backcourt. And I mean, frontcourt are you picking too? because there may be an issue where, let's say, for instance, with the South Six, Tatum and Brown have been playing great. But if you had to choose one just for this year, who are you going with? It's hard to think about, Tatum. you know what I'm saying? You Tatum? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Brown just because he just came out of nowhere um, yeah. as well. But you can't go wrong with either, or they're basically putting up the same numbers as well too. But, you know, you have people from last year who probably may not make it. Kyle Lowry may not make it. Pascal Siakam may not make it because you're basically reinserting Kyrie reinserting um kd to flip those two so it was really interesting to see exactly and is ben simmons gonna make it you know what i'm saying because right. the coaches are voting for that is ben simmons gonna be the one to make it or is tobias gonna make it so there's so many great players um that don't get as much notice, but, ben right now <laughs> <laughs> oh ha- you have to you have to i mean yeah. ben's been a hell of a defensive player um but i feel like he kind of took a step back um overall but we'll yeah. see but yeah I, de- I definitely agree with you I'll probably go with Tobias um any given day for sure as well too um so moving on from that man I remember a couple weeks ago you know a couple superstars post game were being asked about you know how do you feel about the all-star game and obviously the major you know people that spoke out was LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard and they basically all said there there's really no point of Having an all-star game because we're in a pandemic because yeah. like you said earlier on um in the episode when we were chatting this is about fan engagement this is about partying this is about letting loose this is about having a good time you know what i'm saying yeah. this, is, this is just about having fun um mm-hmm. and with restrictions like that i don't really see how that works out and the fact that it's in atlanta where they basically treat like that, treated like there's no covid oh, i just had me wondering like yo what's gonna go on with that um, and are there going to be fans there? Like, w- like what's going on? I know LeBron was like, you know, we were kind of there because they told us that, you know, essentially we're not, we're not, we're not going to have no all-star game. So I wanted to use that time to be with my family, to rest, to rejuvenate and get ready for the second half of the season. Cause the second half of the season schedule didn't even come out yet either. That's um, crazy. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, they said, you know, I'll be there, but mentally I won't be there, but I think it's, I think. Looking at it now, I think once they all get there, then you know, it's 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 your it's your it's not not even necessarily it's your ego that kicks in, right? Your pride kicks in. Uh-huh. So I think they're going to be somewhat um, you know competitive as well too. So Adam Silver came out and uh, he basically said it's a global event for us, and we're making our best efforts to embrace all aspects of our league to the extent we can through this pandemic, and this is just one more opportunity. I'll uh, add, and then he talked about appearing uh, on the show's fifth special Thursday. Um, he basically said it was a good idea. Uh, there was obviously those who thought we shouldn't play without fans, though uh, we shouldn't play in the bubble, thought we shouldn't play in the bubble, thought we shouldn't be playing in a very serious way because of the social justice issue rolling this country. So I certainly hear the other side of this issue. And I'll lastly say it seems like no decisions during this pandemic come without uncertainty and come without the risk. This is yet another one for them. Yet yeah, it's my job to balance all those interests and ultimately it feels like the right thing to do moving forward as well. Um, and it says here the NBA, along with the National Basketball Players Association, will give more than $2.5 million to HBCUs as a part of the holding event, as well as to support awareness around equity and access to COVID-19 care, relief, and vaccines. Um, he also credited, obviously, the NBA Players Association president CP3 with the idea for doing these things as part of holding the NBA All-Star Game this year as well, too. So um, I like how, even though they were slighted about it, they still, you know, obviously the All-Star Game is for the fans, and what what better way to pay homage to give back to HPCUs who are misrepresented, under, underrepresented, and obviously people who have lost loved ones, who have lost jobs shelter, everything through COVID as well, too. So I like the little spin that they have, it, and, and the reason why they picked Atlanta, because Tom Tom Warner Network or whatever TNT stands for, that's mm-hmm. actually located in Atlanta as well, too. So it just that's makes good. sense for them to actually be there as well. And I think they're going to change the format. So I think the All-Stars is going to be one day. And um, obviously, it's going to be the same format and everything as well. There's going to be a select, I think, a select essential staff there, obviously players, coaches, um, referees xyz and i think people from hbcu are going to be represented and are going to be obviously spaced out in the stands as well and then for the halftime show that's when the skills challenge the three-point challenge and the dunk contest is going to take place so um i think that's pretty interesting you have any thoughts on um you know everything that's going on
1: i mean it's the nba being um you know resourceful again as they usually do um i think it's cool how they're tying it in um and i really hope it's not them tying it in because alas it ditch effort um solely because it's like all right what could we do to increase you know the viewership during this time um we haven't tried the whole let's get down and support the historically black colleges thing let's try it i hope it's not that's just not necessarily a gimmick because either way they're helping out but one of those things where it's like let's do this because we're in a bind um and then you know forget about it forever and ever but i think the nba is is evolving and it's showing that you know you can be a major sports league in a nation like this, that we would do have the problems that we were having from the summer still kind of going on um, within the pandemic, um, that we can adapt and we can, you know, be a trailblazer for the social change and um, hopefully economic change if, you know, you say you want to pour that in, and and put that into the education kind of side of it. Um, and, and it looks interesting, you know, the first time people are speaking about it with LeBron and them is like, you know, I'm trying to be with my family. I don't know what he was talking about. It's going crazy. Kinda of like the same with the bubble. Braun ain't playing. Wayne playing. Um, and who knows uh, what the final the final thing is, you know what I'm saying? But uh I think I think it's gonna go down. Uh it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not doing that. And I'm sort of like, no. Your paycheck says you are doing that. <laughs> and it's like, yo, we make a lot of money off of this. So y'all need to get in there, y'all need to play and look happy about it. Um so if it's one of those things we have to do, go out, do it, you know, find some kind of rhythm, make it competitive for the last five minutes, because usually it's only the last five minutes. Everybody's just running up and down. You get loose enough. It's the, it's a it's a layup contest. It's a glorified layup contest. You know, some people hitting some wild shots, some, some crazy assists. But the last two, five to two minutes, it goes crazy. It goes crazy. Like, if it's a competitive game, and we saw that last year, it was dope. Um yeah. finally, uh just for the city of Atlanta, I'm hoping that this uh no, no, really, really. Like I am hoping that this is a show of how COVID can be handled, um, rather than going down and you know, you, you talked about Tom Warner being down there and it should be in Atlanta cool or whatever like that. But rather than just exploiting a place that has lax COVID guidelines, you know, because people are still dying every day and lo and behold yes there's a young population there's a young black population out there uh you know we know young people and and people of of that spectrum that have died from covid i'm hoping this is an example and it helps the city um you know going forward rather than just say oh this is open let's go put the game down there It's done the it right way i'm all for it but we again as i always say we put so much time, so much resources, so much faith in this, you know, National Basketball League, a league that's like no other. But we uh for every pedestal, there has to be uh we have to hold them accountable. That's all.
0: Damn. Yeah, I agree with you. Always hitting all the points. I like <laughs> you, man, fuck with it, man. Um next thing I want to talk about is Anthony Davis, man. Obviously Anthony Davis has been um you know been battling a lot of injuries and the latest one is a calf strain um and he got the mri this past week and at first i said they were going to reassess him in two to three weeks and then frank vogel came out and essentially said which is the head coach by the way for people that don't know um came out and said that he's going to be out for at least a month um Shit. as well too and this year i mean 80s numbers have definitely gone down and looking at it now i'm just kind of Blaming the list of knickknack injuries he's built up. But this year, uh, 22 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and then um, still 53% from the field, but under 30% from three and 72%, which is shocking um, for the free throw line as well, too. at a 30 total Los Angeles Lakers games, he only played 20. Um, he's been pretty freaking banged up this year, man. I actually looked at Fox Sports Injury Report and what the league started back the 24th or 25th and he's been having that calf issue since christmas wow so since it started from the 25th of christmas up until 214 right calf right calf abductor right adductor abductor, toe back ankle ankle right ankle ankle right quad 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 achilles 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 Achilles. Head, shoulders knees
1: and toes knees and
0: toes and just looking at you know he's always been hurt i'm looking at since well they only had this since 2017 left knee swelling concussion strain left groin sore ankle right elbow sprain right hip strain left index finger back spasms rib shoulder you know what i'm saying knee gluteus maximus i don't even know what that is gluteus <laughs> maximus i don't even know what that is it just seems like he can't catch a break as well too but one thing i would say with him even though he gets these neck injuries um he has the ultimate Form of mental toughness. Um, we saw last year during the regular season. We saw last year, especially during the playoffs as well. Um, he was able to muster up that strength and perform. And you could argue that he could have been Finals MVP as well too. But how concerned are you sticking on just him himself, not the Lakers? But how concerned are you with Andy Davis moving forward? Because I'm slightly worried because. Now, obviously, it's a little different, right? Because the last person who had the the right capturing who was a superstar was Kevin Durant a couple of years ago um during the playoffs, I believe in the Houston series. Now, obviously, stakes are higher when you're in the playoffs. You're playing for the ultimate goals of the championship. So it makes sense that he rushed his way to try to help his team to win and 3 But mm-hmm. um with Andy Davis is a little bit different, right? Um, you know, he's a guy, like I say, who has a given track record, but the way the lakers are set up right now is we're not even done with the first half of the season so right. maybe that month will give them a time to fully heal um and then we'll see what happens from there but are you concerned for anthony davis moving forward because to me god forbid if he gets hurt that not, not that only that not, not that not only ruins the lakers chance and wastes two years of his prime so it wastes this year's finals run obviously And then you're going to have to wait a whole year to come back. So that's two years, and that's LeBron getting older. But like I said, I'm sorry for kind of jumping, but sticking to Anthony Davis, um, are you concerned about this right now?
1: At 27, uh, with the birthday coming up, um, he's a Pisces. What's up, Pisces? Um, March 11th, about to be 28. Um, and, And I'm really concerned about Anthony Davis. I mean, at this junction. Um, (laughs) I try not to be one of the sports, the regular sports guys were like, yes, it's crazy. He shouldn't be this banged up. Um, He, you know, he should maybe think about retiring. Nah, 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 not all that. I just, um, you know, that nagging stuff gets to you on top of um, coming off of not having an off season. They didn't have an off season Um, and they played the highest form of basketball, um, probably the most mentally taxing basketball within the bubble um for a championship which is whether it's disney mickey mouse ring whatever like that still a hard thing to do whether five people are watching nobody's watching you still gotta just go out there and play people you still have to win the championship against a championship caliber team and play like crazy and he played great in the finals Him and lebron played very very good um but i'm concerned i mean the knickknacks just in this one of those things where it's like maybe a big thing comes you're a little bit weaker but it goes away knickknacks always lead to maybe something bigger and eighty is seven foot whatever of muscles tendons and you say oh he has a strain like a little knack injury strain that's you know that's somebody's maybe the size of their forearm or their arm. It, to where they say, yo, that's a little knickknack. No, that's a big muscle system or a huge dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that leads to where I'm going with this, that leads to bigger issues that could persist in the past. And you know me, I'm all about player safety. I'm all about, yo, let's try to get this down get the right hope for this right now because we don't want it to mess with our career we don't want to mess with our money and we don't want it to mess with our chances of being great later on in whether this year or in our career um which anthony davis if he you know continues on the path that he he can be on without without the injuries without the injuries without the injuries uh without the injuries um he can play for another 10 years you know what i'm saying yeah without the industries <laughs> he can play for another 10 years easily easily i mean he has some sort of outside game he's tall as he can be um you know he can do what he needs to do and getting tutelage from lebron james father time himself um about how to treat your body and do whatever you need to do um his injuries right now that are keeping him from playing and you know again i said without all season they concern me they concern me quite a bit um and it it, it is a dollar for his season who knows i mean hopefully the he will recover and, and, and get better but you really have to build those same muscles up after they've finished either resting or being weak for a while so he has to get right back into the groove and if it's march right now say it's march he comes back in april you have what four or five weeks on this kind of schedule before you try to start a playoff schedule, or maybe they said the playoffs are starting in June this year. Laura knows, but uh, it doesn't look great for this season in the way that league set up for COVID with him trying to come back. So I'm concerned.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd have to agree. So hopefully, like we said, he he takes it easy um, and he builds up that strength again as well, too, because we don't want to repeat um, or a repeat of what happened with KD, or we don't want him to re-injure it and then you know put his career and season into jeopardy and the Lakers um you know aspirations in the jeopardy as well too but. it's just kind of crazy bro because it feels like no matter who LeBron plays with they always get hurt at some point bro like and it sucks with him you know I'm thinking of D Wade started to break down a little bit Kyrie, obviously his kneecap, Kevin Love, his shoulder goes out as well too. Um, And then now AD as well. So it's just like, damn. You would think like looking at it from the outside in that he would be the one that would finally be the one to break down as opposed to these other players around him. You know, year 18 now, which is crazy. It's 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 absolutely ridiculous as well too. Um And I think what right now the Lakers are currently third in the West right now. Um, do you think they have what it takes? Let's say if AD doesn't come back, AD doesn't come in for about a month or so. You think they have what it takes, LeBron has what it takes um, with that troop to string along a lot of wins? Because right now, looking at their schedule, um, let me see right here. Right now, well, like I said, they only have the first half of season release, so I don't know exactly who they're playing, but Miami today, then the Wizards okay. then Utah then Portland then Golden State then Phoenix and Sacramento. They can very well win all those games and can very well lose all those games as well, too. So, uh, knowing that you don't have to worry about, you know, that matchup nightmare to prepare for in Anthony Davis. Um, and obviously that's a huge component, not only on the offensive end, but on the defensive end, um as well too. And he just gives that confidence to everyone else, um, by leading by example on the floor. But, you know, what are your thoughts on uh LeBron? You think he can you think him and the Lakers can stay afloat until he comes back?
1: Yeah, yeah. Defending champions, uh, uh, that playing behind a, a court general that always seems to lock in, coming down the stretch of the season and put himself in a at least a decent position to compete and and make a make a way to the finals. He knows how to do this kind of stuff. So then the Lakers are in good hands. I think they are in the best hands when AD comes back because then you have all your weapons. You kind of have your and I'm I'm saying this metaphorically because the queen can move in so many pieces, but you have your queen on the chessboard, um, uh, as well as um, LeBron James that can assume any position that he wants to to, to assume as well. Um, but yeah, they're in good hands. It's just let's uh, let's hope that our other guy gets back soon. That kind of almost guarantees us a Western Conference Finals, damn near championship status.
0: So yeah. Um... Yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be interesting um, as well, too. And, man, uh, I just don't want him to overexert his energy. Like I say, he's already in, you know, year 18. Um, Obviously, the game has changed a little bit, and he's adjusted his style of play, um, and he invests so much money into his body um, to stay in tip-top shape as well. And he's just one of those rare exceptions, right? Those outliers that every once in a lifetime just comes around, and he defies the odds. But I just don't want him to take that, like, or had that Kobe situation where Dwight, Steve Nash are pretty much banged up the entire year for the Lakers. Obviously yeah. he's in Mike D'Antoni's system and he's playing more minutes than usual just to keep the Lakers afloat to get him in the playoff contention and he ruptures his Achilles as well too. So I, I think, think the Lakers are gonna have to try to be smart about the minutes he gives them. But I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you got to put down his minutes. So he's probably playing 36, 37, put him down 33, 34. Like, this is, those three minutes actually make a difference. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but I think they're going to have to find ways to look at the schedule, see who they're playing, and see what games they can sacrifice and let them rest just a little bit. But um, are you concerned about LeBron moving forward?
1: No, because I think the infrastructure is already in place. I think since LeBron, since he's probably been like 30, 31, um, and probably on the Lakers too, um, I think that's already always been a discussion. It's like, yes, we have a Egyptian God car, but we're not going to use them every single time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, or, or that might be not the best metaphor or, or analogy, but it's one of those things where I'm sure they sit down on a yearly basis and say, look, um, the is going to play this much this season and coming down here we're going to try to shorten his numbers here. He might not play here or there and depending on how what kind of contender we are, um he might not be playing, you know, definitely certain games here and there because this is longevity. He's a brand. He him just being in the building is going to get us crazy, you know, whatever as a franchise, but you know, let him be playing and healthy when he does play, you know, we're going crazy as well, you know what I'm saying? So um I think like, I think this has already been set in place. I think LeBron's team has can for now in the league for longevity, for his plans for retirement or waiting for Bronny James to get into the league. This has already been written. So whether AD is there or not, LeBron probably in a, on a system of how much he's gonna play and how they're gonna preserve his body and who they're gonna try to sacrifice his body for what teams against, um, this is already written
0: and lebron's been slighted for like the past 10 years for mvp you can argue he can win mvp every single year as well too Thank and you. i think that i think that him having ad with him last year kind of took away from um, whoever voted um, for the mvp with that so with ad going down if he can keep them top 2 3 seed and still put up these monsters numbers in year 18 crazy. Um, then i think he can you know validate his success um, and validate the MVP as well too. So this is the best shot right now. And I know deep down he said he don't care about it, but I know BS. when I see a BS, he cares about that. Um, so who do you think is going to be that one to step up? Because everyone seems pretty consistent with their role, but one person has been up and down, and one person who seems like they have adjusted to their new role because AD has come there, but we really haven't seen them go crazy from an offensive standpoint. It'd be Kyle Kuzma. Do you see Kyle Kuzma actually stepping his game up to another level as well, too?
1: I think the more space and the more shots for Kuzma, the better for him. Because he's like a Swiss Army knife in a way. He's one of those guys that he stretches the floor, you get him to play defense. And um, you know, he's one of those guys that come in and he's in a rhythm some nights or some nights we're like, What the fuck are you doing, Kuzma? And was good with you like a creative freaking player at my park and NBA 2k something like that um because <laughs> i didn't need roast cruise i love crews but um uh i think for guys like him who didn't get a chance to get shipped off and play uh for a franchise that was undermanned and you know was just looking to build with them he's literally been the constant factor of young guys that are playing with great pieces that always coming in and changing and stuff like that. Um a little bit less pressure. I mean, more pressure because yeah, you have to step up, but a little bit less pressure because it's like, you know I'm not just having to wait. During the game and get the ball swung to me by AD and LeBron after they finish getting their shots up, I'm gonna be an option coming down the stretch, and it might help him um, in the long run, and it might help them coming into the playoffs. You know, we saw you know KCP carve um, Miami up last year. We saw. Uh, Rajon Rondo come in and give crazy energy off the bench and stuff like that. Um, So this this is a team with the ability to bring people in that can up their game at certain points when they need to. Um, And I think Kuzma has a crazy high ceiling for that. We just have to wait and see. And I think this stretch of this time right now could set them up to be even stronger in the playoffs if Kuzma goes crazy as he could go crazy. LeBron's consistent and rested up um in where he can, take those liberties to rest. And our man AD 80, 80 coming back healthy. See what happens.
0: For sure, for sure. Moving on to another topic. Seems like, you know, the two major outlets is either in LA or or somewhere around New York or Brooklyn or something like that. That's, that's um and Brooklyn Nets have literally been the talk of the NBA uh this entire year, which makes sense when you have three uh quirky to say the least. <laughs> you <said> quirky <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Individuals. What, what, what the media deems, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Individual personalities in Katie, Kyrie, and Harden. Um it makes sense why they get so much press as well too. And we I think Loki a lot of people want to see it fail, but I, I, I want to see them thrive as well too. But it just seems like last week, oh the Nets are looking like trash. They're defense yeah. is ass they're not gonna do this. And a couple of days ago, the Nets are my favorites. The Nets Greatest are my team. favorites. So, like, what are <laughs> what are we going with? Like, are, are we against them? Or are we are we rooting for them? Um, yeah. but with all that taking into consideration, obviously I have to play towards it as well. Too the nets are looking great, man. Um, they're yeah. currently 19 and 12 right now, highest scoring team in the league. They're on pace to be the most efficient scoring team of all time. Um, <laughs> they're 14 and 4 with teams who are above 500 um, and what I love the most is Kyrie and, and James Harden just having that conversation and clearing the air and just saying, yo, Harden, you're going to be the point guard. Harden said, I'm going to sacrifice um, getting up shot 10s I'm going to orchestrate this offense, make sure everything's good to go. And Kyrie, you be Kyrie. And we're going to have a smooth sailing from there. And they've proven that they can make it work as well, too. Um, and yeah, what's man. scary is that the big three only played together seven games and those seven games are five and two um so that's just a small sample size but imagine once they get more and more games strung along and they get more comfortable with one another they're going to be deadly as well too you know what i'm saying they just sh- they just signed roberson um who was obviously known for his defense Shuntman man known for his defense as well too um and they have a spacing galore with Kyrie, Katie, Shaman, Green, Harris, Johnson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, sure, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and I know they always say that defense wins championship, but I think this may be one of those years where the narrative, where the narrative gets shifted in offense wins championships this year. But, you know, with everything that Brooklyn's been going through, man, uh, what are your thoughts on them? And then playing into the media, uh, do you see them as legit finals favorites right now?
1: Nah, I think to, to circle back to your first uh, comment, you were like, yeah, I don't know if Brooklyn can get it together. I don't know, man. It's like, oh, Brooklyn's the best team that we've ever seen. If you put Jesus on that team, it wouldn't get any better. It's amazing. It's so good. It was like, yo, like, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. I understand. We got it. <laughs> what say? Oh, okay, Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. right now okay Uh okay (laughs) but uh i'm playing but um nah brooklyn looks good i knew and this is one of the uh you know that one of my things i think that, that the formula for success was James Harden being more of that distributor that can get his buckets. Definitely, he can get his buckets. And what happens when KD or Kyrie is out, in which we've seen him hitting daggers and him leading the team down the stretch, uh, either when they're on the bench or when KD's resting for a game, or whatever like that, that's real rap. Um, and then come back to it when they're playing together, James is the distributor because he does uh, bring so many uh, eyes to him on, Offense, so he can boom slash it, kick it, and then at that point you got Joe Harris out there, you got DeAndre out there, you can log lob to, you got um KD out there. It's just like pick your poison. You know, you, you already got somebody to cut the defense. Now if you got if you cover the basket, you're leaving a corner open. He swings it out. All right, you, you go run out there, but there's already a disadvantage. So it can be another drive, or you can kick it to that next person, who's probably Joe Harris or it's Slim Reaper um, KD. Like. Bro, it's hard to guard them. Um, on, in the other note, they did re up. You know, they got uh Iman Shumpert, who's what has he been out the league or uh, something like that? He hasn't really been playing too too much uh, at a, at a, at a high level with uh, high level teams. But um, you come in and you add somebody that knows how to play defense, and that IQ was huge. Definitely somebody to play defense on IQ level championships. Um, And they got uh Roberson who also plays legit freaking defense and can, I think, shoot the rock correct. Um, can he? I don't know, maybe I'm tripping, maybe somebody else. But both of those guys can do very, very well on a team that has a big three that's not have only played together seven freaking games. So, um, clear favorite in the east right now. If everybody's you know healthy, um, they don't seem like they bleed in a way, uh, but you know, got more season to go after this all-star break and the Nets look really good.
0: Yeah, they look really, really good. Um, Like I said, it's just a matter of just stringing more games along with each other, getting even more comfortable as well, but they're deadly. Um, yeah, crazy. They're deadly. And they, they might not necessarily be the best defensive team. I think they're ranked 18th right now, which is a huge step from being 30th to 18th. Um right. So if they can just get timely stops, then they'll be fine because they're so efficient offensively. Then, like I said, the most efficient offensive team as well, too. So if you just play the numbers game and you can get those timely stops, then they should always put themselves in a position to win and become victorious. And in the playoffs, we know it's situational basketball, and we know it's crunch time. And they have three bucket getters and a sniper and Harris, um, and Jeff Green's proven that he can handle anything on any given day. So um, I like them as well. I have them as favorites to represent the East, but I know these past couple of years, we've been high on Philly and whatnot, but I think with Joel and Embiid's emergence and Daryl Morey you know, taking initiative to add some better pieces around him, uh, with okay. Danny Green, with Curry and XYZ and Doc Rivers coming about um, and and whatnot, I think based on their defensive capabilities, the dominance with Joel Embiid um, and how they can score as well, I think that's a legit threat uh, for the Nets right there. And I would love to see in the Eastern Conference a seven game series between them. So I think that's the that's gonna be their biggest threat in the Eastern Conference when it all comes down to it, if everything pans out. So it's
1: funny. It's funny you say that because I think that is a legitimate uh a legitimate theory that probably will could and will happen. Um and for whatever reason, I just, and this is just me. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. the Nets don't play crazy defense, but I can just see the Philly getting to the finals and possibly getting destroyed. <laughs> but, mismatch. but uh, I mean, and we want to, we want to, you know, fantasize about the Clippers and the Lakers making it out of there. Um, and not, its going to be much of a mismatch because I think they could match up with the Lakers very, very well. You know what I'm saying? But there's, and, and, and let's let's mark this right let's mark this i say yo if philly gets to the finals they might just get destroyed somehow some way let's mark it and see what happens so if i'm totally wrong cool i'll send you a bottle you know what i'm saying cheers <laughs> but, but but i'm gonna or even possibly uh and i haven't been keeping up with the clippers as much that's your team um i don't even it's, it's just a feeling i get it, it call it intuition i'm not even this is not stats this is not analytical me talking this is just like do we want to see philly in the finals they might not be miami okay so it might not be that kind of kind of thing but it might be one of those things where it's like yo this team played really good they got here whatever like that and you know this should be a great matchup but yo they're getting dogged um this is that's a theory that's a theory i'm just throwing out there whatever like that i think phil is a great team i think they will be great matchups for one of the two western conference teams that we want to see that we fall in love with in the finals. Um, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, what if Philly gets there and it's just trash? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, like kind of like a Lebron. Like when Lebron just <laughs> ate, ate Toronto up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Lebron just goes, goes up and just eats Philly up somehow, some way at 35, 36 years old? That would be absolutely crazy. <laughs> We'd be like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean that's interesting. um Man, I feel like if they made it that far, I'm considering the teams that make it deep in the playoffs. Obviously, have a go to superstar which they have. They have other options to get you buckets, which they have. They have a good coach, which they have, and they have depth and and health. So, if or to fair. get up three one,
1: if they get up three one, they're gone for it's a wrap.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think if, if I think if Philly makes it that far, then I will at least have them going six games as well too. Um, but we'll see. You never know. 80, 80 could come back, and God forbid he could get hurt, and then you know that the rest is history right there. Or nice. it's just a mad bad, bad matchup with the Clippers where Zubac and 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 Serge Ibaka and Morris are not having a good you know good outing versus them as well. So a lot of things can happen. I mean, you need a little luck at the end of day as well too, but. I anticipate it being a pretty good series. Then again, who knows? If your intuition is talking to you then you a little know, that, bit that could come into existence as well too. Um <laughs> a team that's been on the hot seat has been the Milwaukee Bucks. Um so obviously this year, well actually the past two years they've been the top team overall in the entire NBA. Um and this year they're 16 and 13 right now. Um I believe 16 and 13 right now or 17 and 13 right now, one of the two. And uh, yeah, they've been 5-5 five and five in the last games as well. Um, and a lot of people are saying, are we concerned with the Bucs? Um, is it time for a trade? Even though we gave up a lot for Drew Holiday, should we try to make that transition and fire Coach Bud? What's going on? Um, are you concerned with the Bucs and, and, and everything that's going on with them right now? Do you think they need a little shake up? Or is it more so, you know, we pride ourselves on depth obviously we wanted us to come here so what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get rid of our role players get rid of our draft picks to bring in a guy like drew holiday obviously with Drew holiday he's been healthy but because of protocols he's been away from the team for such a long time um so we haven't really got to see them on display as well too so um are you concerned right now or do you kind of just wait it out see what happens and obviously this has been a very unprecedented season um good. but what are your thoughts on all of them? Do you think they're good for now, or is 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 a weighted out game?
1: I think everything was 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 uh, was made uh, for a sunny day, and when I say that, I mean everything uh, they set up for was kind of like, all right, we're gonna get these guys, they're gonna play together, they're gonna figure it out. I mean, and with COVID, it's a rainy day, so do not. We're not seeing everybody together all the time. We had the heat that were depleted. We're sitting at 10th right now in the Western Conference. I mean, in Eastern Conference that, you know, made the finals last year. And everything's not a sunny day right now. And we made, they made sunny day moves like anybody would, you know, think about what's the best. We got to keep our freaking superstar here. Um, and, you know, they're five and five, the last 10. Uh, they're sitting at third, which is not a terrible spot to sit in. They're at 17 wins. You got to keep picking up some um you made your bed lay in it bro lay in it like don't get up and run right now lay in it uh you made moves for Giannis. uh let's hone down let's have meetings with the coach and be like yo let's figure this out but you know What's what's a chess player without all the chess pieces? I mean you're gonna be a disadvantage anyway if you don't have certain pieces that your opponent doesn't. Um, and you know, let's just let's just keep it rolling, let's stay the course, let's get into the playoffs, let's get some momentum going and let's not panic right now, because that's the last thing you want to happen after you just put together a team that you think is gonna make do some freaking damage. You know what I'm saying? Like let's let's be real, let's uh be accountable. And let's try to win some basketball games coming down the stretch. That's all it is. We don't even have the second half of the season uh, scheduled just yet. And we're sitting at third in the East. I'll take it. I'll take it, you know?
0: Yeah. Now, sticking sticking in the East with another team that's struggling, which we talked about briefly last episode was Miami Heat. Mm
2: -hmm, They've mm
0: -hmm. been pretty down this year. Obviously, there's been some COVID issues. Jimmy Butler has been in and out the lineup due to injury as well to Tyler Hero X, Y, and Z. But was this just them kind of getting hit with the injury bug mixed with COVID going on? Or do you see an Eastern team that's gotten better and they're just not as motivated? Like what do you think is going on in Miami right now, man?
1: The um, combination of uh, the injury bug, the COVID, COVID protocols, and the East that, from an overall standpoint, has gotten better. Yes, got gotten better. You know, you throw, um Brooklyn was making the playoffs before with their team, but, you know, you raised the capital with them. The Knicks seem to be, you know, actually start looking like a basketball team again. You have the Hornets that are, you know, flying around that eight, nine position, which is why that, that heat being at 12 isn't the craziest thing currently right now, because they can sneak in and they could damn near get the next spot, you know, given if the Hornets and, and the Bulls something happens to them. We'll have to see what this next uh half of the league. I'm not after the oh uh, yeah half of the schedule. Um, but there's literally uh, like a two game difference. Like they're not that far behind the Hornets uh or the Knicks right now. And uh, I mean The Raptors are 500, but Lord knows what happens to them. So the Heat get it together. They're in striking range. I'm not saying they're going to rise five spots or whatever like that, but they're in striking range uh, within three games of the Raptors, within two games of the Knicks, within two games of the Hornets, like stuff can happen. Um, On top of, I had one more point. Damn, Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So between that and, oh yeah, the the East is getting better. He's is getting better. You got Lamelo Ball, who's making an immediate impact, as well as um, freaking Gordon Hayward, who decided to play because he ain't like playing with. <laughs> I want to. I want to make a joke, but that joke's bad. I'll tell you after afterwards. <laughs> but, but he didn't play. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't play like, playing with the boys in Boston. Uh, but he, uh, he's hoping for the Hornets. because We thought he had just robbed Michael Jordan for so much money, but he's hoping now he's hooping now. The Bulls are solid. Uh, like i said we just talked about zach levine um the next we talked about julius randall the raptors i mean something could happen up there you know they're they're figuring out because they got uh, uh they're two years removed from the championship so they
0: kind of have they, and they don't even technically have home games yeah yeah yeah
1: so yeah they're in uh tampa
0: bay right now for the home yeah
1: games. crazy um so you know they have a sense of Something can go really right, something can go really wrong with them. But let's, if we go up consistency, let's say they stay there, right? So, and we'll say only thing that's crackable is seven and eight. Okay. I think the Heat competing with a Knicks or a Hornets for that seven or eight seed, right? It should should just get into the playoffs. I think that's doable. And I think if they put together an impressive resume of wins and just, you know, getting back on the floor. I'm playing together, and you know, kind of creating some steam like they did last year. We we could see um, flashes of the team we saw last year. Not saying they're gonna get super deep within the Eastern Conference, but they could make a case for themselves. And it's not just like, oh, we were in the finals last year, and now we're here. No, I think they could get it together. But there's been a combination of things that have been keeping them down and out, definitely.
0: Okay. And then last team I want to talk about before we get into another topic uh utah jazz how much stock do you buy into them making a deep playoff run finally this year because i think the first they've gotten was the year that they played against russ and um mellow and pg they went six games and they got went to second round and lost to houston but mm-hmm. do you see uh given you know given their record and given how hot they are um given mike Conley being uh more comfortable in his role and their other I think Bogdan Bogdanovich whatever his name is being finally healthy now do you see them actually making a run and um how far you think they can go and do you think they they, they even need pieces? Hmm us well, is a question every year. Um
1: dang we got jazz Lakers Clippers Troublers Suns Spurs Nuggets Warriors Currently, um, and Jazz sitting at the top. So if everything ended right now, it would be Jazz and Warriors, they're beating the Warriors. Um, and then I'm not even sure how the brackets would match up. So it would then they would get the winner of the Clippers and that's three and six, right? Three yeah, and so, the Spurs. So the Clippers, so they would match up against the Clippers, and I think they could beat the Clippers. Um, so really and then and this, is, this is just, you know, the best scenario for them. They would they would come down and they would end up playing the possible Lakers. Freaking possible.
0: Yeah, so basically the first seed obviously plays the eighth seed. And mm-hmm. then they always play the lower seed. So they would play the winner of the four or five seed. And well, the, okay, ladies, the Clippers would play each other in the second round, second versus third seed.
1: If, if this happened today so they will play yeah. the, the blazers it'll be the jazz versus the blazers
0: and dame is candy
1: man you won't say that man's name mm. you know like he always finds a way to ab- abuse hit the younger guards the teams that you know count them out they, they always sit right there that that four seed <laughs> they're like uh they're like the troll under the bridge it's like yo don't cross the bridge there's trolls over there and then boom come out and right there waiting for your ass so (laughs) i think um they put together such an impressive 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 resume for the regular season but they are not proven deeply in the playoffs and that's always going to be a hang up for me when you have people that are sitting back not sitting back but people that are on your ass like dame lillard and and and, and, uh, and other parties people that know how to get to the finals know have the formula like written on the back of their hand tatted on them like lebron james or or, you know teams that are well put together like the la clippers so it it doesn't mean anything to me to you show me it's dope it looks good but doesn't mean anything to me just yet i think it could happen but what i'm saying right now is nah it doesn't it doesn't pop off the page to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm more so worried about down the stretch. We already know what Donovan Mitch is about. Mm-hmm. But how much do you trust Bo, 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 uh, Bogdanovich and how much do yeah. you trust Mike Conley to help him, uh, you know, create shots for themselves and others as well down the stretch? And do, do, you, do you see Jordan Clarkson staying consistent? Within the series, what if it's a bad matchup? Do you, do you seem to be staying consistent and being able to stay on the floor? Mm-hmm. So the fact that I have these much red flags, um, I'm not sure. But like you said, I mean, what they went—they were three-one last year. They're missing both uh, Bogdanovich, um, Mike Conley's first year into the system. Mike Conley missed the first couple of games as well too, uh, because of COVID protocols as well, I believe. So. They went to game seven. You know what I'm saying? If if Deontay, Mur- I mean, not just so smart so sorry. If Jamal Murray didn't have a bad, I mean, a crazy-ass series, yeah, who crazy. say that they don't get to the second round and beat the Clippers, who have not ever got past the second round as well, too. So if the season ended today, I give them a great shot of getting to at least the conference finals. And obviously, we always take into consideration health. But I'm assuming everyone's going to be fully healthy and good to go. So um, I have them getting as far as the conference finals. but looking at how everything's looking, that's as far as I go. I don't see him going to the finals. I don't see him beating LeBron and AD, and I damn sure don't see him beating, um, you know, PG and Kawhi with what PG has endured this past season in the bubble and what he's going through right now, and, and he's on a mission. So I, I say conference finals, and, and that's it. But there's always that one team, every blue moon, that, that just finds a way, right?
1: Yeah, finally, finally. Guess it over.
0: Detroit Pistons, Dallas Mavericks ended up going there as well. To Toronto Raptors won something as well. Um, New Jersey Nets went to the finals a couple of years as well too. So you really never know, you know. And this is a weird year, so I w- it wouldn't. I w- I wouldn't be shocked, uh, but I would be a little startled as well too. So I'd be that's what I'm rocking with. Obviously, last time we talked about, you know, our top MVP candidates. Have yours changed since then? Um. Mm
1: not necessarily uh who's my mvp pick um and honestly damn i can't remember who i picked but um shit, i'm going with wash king i feel like i just played watching before i'm going with wash King again i'm going with braun uh
0: yeah so if you had to do a top three who's your top three right now okay
1: oh you know what i remember now uh top three picks and we said you had Joel first. I think I had Lebron first, supposedly. But I'll go with Joel LeBron and then Joel LeBron and let's go with
0: Curry.
2: Mm,
0: I like yeah. that. I'm not mad at yeah.
1: that at all. Honorable mention Dame. Sorry.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I'ma still stick with Embiid, man. I really yeah. think he's the second coming or the reincarnation of Akeem the Dream Elijah Um, and the fact that he's taken it on himself to play at this high level guy's team as the best uh and the best rec- as the best record in the East. Um, they truly look like a, a team that I'm actually taking serious now. And he's been flat out dominant, like Shaq dominant. I haven't seen that in a long time from a big Um, A traditional big who obviously has added some nuances to his game, but more or less traditional. Uh, So he's number one for me. Two, I'm probably right there with you with LeBron, just given year eight, kind of give it up. Still being a top tier team in the West, and AD going as well too. He's gonna have to carry even more of a load as well. Three is really tough. You go with Curry who's been playing amazing by the way Going oh, crazy but i also like Damian lillard you know with everything he's been doing he's like i said earlier averaging and keeps his team in fourth keeps his team in fourth i predicted earlier but before the season started they would be the number two team we'll see how that goes but um, Eric is out right now cj who's was averaging like 26 and they have to find a way to replace those numbers um both of what's wrong with right cj now? right now his i think he strained his foot
1: he and did broke. and then
0: what's wrong with nurk probably if i'm a betting man lower leg injury they might be shipping Nurk sometime soon. <sighs> they would have to find something good back in return they would definitely have yeah. to find some good back i mean return. he's a
1: hooper but i guess the, the thing with healthy. Nurk, he can't stay healthy and he doesn't does he not play defense supposedly something like that i don't know
0: i, mean, I forget i can't can they have cancer right now yeah, yeah. So I think Nurk is fine, um, but Nurk is one of those players who, if he was in the Eastern Conference, he would probably be an all-star. But uh, yeah, the fact that yes, he's been doing what he's doing, giving everything, uh, he'll be number three for me. Number four, probably harder for me. That's a fact. He's been going crazy right now, but.
1: Harden's doing it's he's on another like level.
0: Harden's in Houston, and if and if they found a way to get KD and get Kyrie there, like this is it seems like this is his team and he's running the show and just having fun with all the weapons around him. He's just making this work. It's the thunder
1: um, without uh without Rust.
0: <laughs> without Rust, definitely, right? With Harden and his yeah. prime. So I like what he's doing, um, and the sacrifice he's made and leading the league in assists. Man, he's been playing been playing well. Um, two more things before we wrap things up. Uh, we just got word that, you know, Demarcus Cousins has agreed with the Houston Rockets to part ways because they wow. want to be more small when Christian Woods comes back from his ankle injury. So now he's on the market. That's interesting. You're a team right now and you need some form of help or whatnot. Where are you going?
1: hey what's up cuz yeah we just had you a few years ago he was kind of hurt you know what i'm saying but hey i know you kind of playing a little bit we need some assistance for a month while our big guys out come up come hoop with us what's up you know what i'm saying you know you know lb LB, nah, what's up, man? No, oh, this is Agent Riss Paul. Oh, this is this is our main man, Rob Palinka. What's up, baby? Come over. You know what I'm saying? Come ball for a little month. If you're doing well, you can keep hooping during the final. I mean, during the playoffs. If not, you know what I'm saying? Just come, come get a ring. What's up? What you trying to do?
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. That was the first team. I thought of right when I got that notification right there. Eighty out. Go ahead and put Boogie in. I mean obviously he's lost a little bit of his step but i mean what can what can Marcus at this age that 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 Boogie can't do right now you know what i'm saying um, what's going on with the uh with the rockets and
1: this small world thing over and over and over again and maybe it was something else but what's going on with that bro It's was
0: like what <laughs> i have no idea and they have a new coach so uh, i would have to ask that guy who's in charge right there um but yeah i'd either go to the lakers um sure, i feel like it. miami could use the help and, and and put bam back at the four i think he's naturally better at the four um yep. or if you want to complete the worst defensive team of all time go ahead and put him on brooklyn <laughs> so no, those we would good, be my bro. three those would be my three destinations but most importantly prior to Lakers as well too as well so i feel like I feel dude, bad Lakers for just boogie. Do that i feel bad for boogie man i feel like you always get slighted. Um, yeah I think I think you're right I think the Lakers will do good and then for my fantasy team you got to get picked up bro. I gambled <laughs> on this year I was like all right oh, back in the system yeah 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 you're gonna play well we'll see what happens so we'll see with that um last thing I want to end with as well too and I'll let everyone listen to it this is about about two minutes or so Draymond Greens Comments on uh double standards towards players, and I'm more excited to listen to your take on that. So, play it in case you haven't heard it yet.
2: The treatment of players in this league. To to watch Andre Drummond before the game, uh sit on the sideline, then go to the back, and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him. is bullshit. Because when James Harden asks for a trade, and Essentially dogged it. I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's gonna fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for wanting to go to a different team, and everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, Oh, we want to trade a guy, and then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional then he's a cancer, and he's not good in someone's locker room, and he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game, and we continue to let this happen, but I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player, but teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet we're to stay professional at some point as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have because as a player. You're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation, but but a team can say they're trading you and that man is to stay in shape, he is to stay professional and if not his career is on the line at some point. This league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this, you can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, $100,000 or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond is getting traded publicly, and we're looking to trade him publicly, and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, Oh, my mental health is off everybody go crazy about that too do you not think that affects someone mentally as much as we put into this game to be great to come out here and be in shape to produce for fans every single night and most importantly to help your team win do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally but as players we're told to i right, know you can't say that you can't say this but teams can it goes along the same lines of when when everyone wants to say Oh, man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. At some point, the players must be respected in these situations. And it's ridiculous. And I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow or Wednesday.
0: So Trey, the XXIV <laughs> man, I don't even want to chime in on it. I just want to hear your thoughts on all that. Go ahead. Tell the world what you think.
1: All right. Um, my brother, Draymond. Um, He's gonna be amazing. And whatever he chooses, I just hope um the median that he he, he does it in, he does it the right way because it is archaic. The the portrayal is crazy. Um and, and this is deep rooted. This is deep rooted. This is deep rooted, you know what I'm saying? Uh we talk uh we talk a league, right? This is this is deeper than the league. This is this is a, a, a capitalistic society uh of who, you know there there are quote unquote benefits of, of capitalism and there are also um what happens when you decide to step outside the box of production of management of bureaucracy of, of actual things going on when you try to challenge a certain system of how things go um and, and directly related to that is the portrayal of the people that work within that system all right um and and, and the NBA guess is a system, and uh, no matter how glamorous, how how beautiful you make something, if it's something by nature, it will always be revealed in certain things, right? So you have these players who are becoming the brands who are who are or more than ever before, um, but you're still seeing the same uh, issues and the same thing, whether it be social or, or 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 when it comes to their portrayal in in the most progressive league. Right? The most progressive league. We love the NBA, the most progressive league. But when you have some player that has time and was extremely intelligent, uh, who comes down and and, and say it and says something like this, you have to wonder, Well, is this progressiveness only to save my dollars? Like, all right, give a little dollar here, but we're going to save a million dollars in return, uh, uh, hopefully by pacifying people um, that are from the, of the background of the people that we employ, and we, you know, give these platforms to. On top of that, um, it's ever changing. Uh, you know, uh, it's ever changing. So, so these guys who came in, but are now superstar status, and are now, uh, you know, who were the employee, but you're giving so much money to, and the brand are making money outside of basketball too. It's like, yo, this is a, a you expect them to have the same workers mentality. They can't. They have a brand now that that their brand they look at as being the same brand as a mavericks uh same you know if if the pelicans are a brand ad is just as much of a brand as the pelicans are a brand and these two brands have to come together and, and that's what they're not what they're saying we're saying that the brand is like oh that's my employee so i can do whatever i want with them and i can label him as such as being this as you know, I'm gonna tap you before your game, you're gonna have to come back out in street clothes. That can be you can be disrespected because we're in a position of power. But the way things are shifting, it's not gonna be like that for long with speeches like this, with people like LeBron James, who's probably gonna do more damage to a system like this. And I say damage in a good way, because he's gonna help these guys get their likeness, help these guys increase and, and big up themselves and help these guys become um become just as much or just as powerful as the systems and the names and the arenas that they're making this money for um because lebron we seen them doing lebron billion dollar bron i mean you know what i'm saying that dude's huge that dude's huge and with people like rich paul that are fighting tooth and nail it might not be the skill that gets it done but these guys are gonna know the game when somebody like brian decides to sit down and share it and share it in mass with people um and 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 finally a real revolution Changes the composition, you know what I'm saying. Real revolution changes the composition of something. If it's a revolution, and we just see some change, whatever like that, then you go back. You can you can transmute that. You can it can be a little bit different, whatever like that. But it's at the at the end of the day, it's the same element. We're seeing elements being changed here. What Draymond's talk about is so 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 big, right? Yo, know, you have to respect the player. You have to you have to give them into the demands that they're that they're. Asking for just as if they were an organization that you roll up the red carpet for. You know what I'm saying? Real revolution changes composition, not just surface level stuff. Shout out to Draymond for saying that. And, and we're one day at a time becoming more aware of it. And it's not just, uh, we're not just something to be talked about. We are businessmen, we are organizations, we are brands ourselves, whether it be the NBA player that is about to get traded. Or the man behind the desk working for a mom and pop or working for a corporation. People are realizing their worth. And as that goes on, there's gonna be more money to be made and there's gonna to have to be something to set up for. And there's gonna to have to be um, not even a compromise. People are gonna have to come off that pedestal and start treating people with the respect and the love that they would want somebody to treat their corporation or their little job for. And that's what that's worth.
0: you you know i love it yes sir (laughs) so we just drop it like that and on that note ladies and gentlemen this is episode 102 of the Caesar's show make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at sir Caesars, trade the xxiv and the Caesar's show we out